Bring it. Jeff, give me the machine. No. Jeff, give me the machine. No, Mr. Hollywood. Jeff, give it here. No. Jeff. Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince forever. Hey, welcome to the Will Smith podcast brought to you by JazzyJeffFreshPrince.com. Will Smith fans from around the world bringing you the latest news on Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. You never know, they might have done another JJFP album and just haven't told us about it. <laughs> we could always hope. Keep, keep dreaming, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, you know, I'm so disappointed if if it doesn't happen because Jeff clearly um, wants to do it and you know, it's got the time to do it, so it's really up to Will at this point. Yeah. But one of the interesting comments on that interview from Jeff in uh, Germany, um, I guess it's hard to sort of get an exact quote because it's a translation, but I think he, he basically said that um, Will had a lot of yes-men around him, you know, as far as the producers going, yeah. producers on the album, and a lot of the beats weren't as good. And um, that's why that it's important. You've got to work with someone that you trust mm. and things like that. That was interesting comments from Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know that was kind of the translation or what, but I think a lot of people agreed that the beats on Lost and Found weren't, you know, of the highest. I standard. don't. I don't agree with that. I think they were good. Because everyone said they all sounded quite similar, but I thought they were completely different. I understand what you mean, Julie. I just You can just imagine, though, if Jeff had been working on the whole thing, but that album would have been the best ever. It was a great album. Yeah. But I think if Jeff was on it, it would have been so much better. But I think as it was, I thought it was good. It got the job done. <laughs> and it was lyrically lyrically great album and, and yeah. because we're big fans we take it for that and that's all that matters to us you know the beats can come second if as long as Will's spitting good rhymes that's, that's really all that matters at the time yes um, <laughs> it's funny we keep doing these podcasts and we keep having the same conversations <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Julie can you just tell us one more time how much you like Wild Wild West <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not doing it anymore <laughs> then I think we've covered our podcast quota <laughs> i got to give a couple of shout outs um, shout out to this guy James in the UK who you know listens to a podcast every week and really enjoys it tells all his friends to listen so I said I'd give him a shout out so thanks no, to all the listeners give a shout out if you don't mind <laughs> okay okay this is my friend Broody and Andy I know they're going to start listening to this show now that I finally got here so I'll make sure I get a few more viewers. Well, listeners, even. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, don't know anybody that listens. Yeah. Oh, I can't give a shout out. <laughs> well, we're we're doing pretty well. Um, first episode's gone past thirteen thousand listeners, so that's pretty impressive. And um, <laughs> we're going over a thousand each week, but you know, hopefully those people who listen to the first episode actually listen to the other ones because <laughs> we have improved <laughs> you set the standards high <laughs> let's hope people that listen to podcast 10 actually listen to other ones before that <laughs> because well, otherwise they're going to think oh my god <laughs> well, I think when, when, when podcast 10 came out I lost about 
80% of our Yahoo subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they have come back, they have come back, so, you know. That's good. We should, we should headline this new one. Uh, well, I think of a cool headline that <laughs> sums up we're actually talking about something important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, the, not that the last show was bad, I mean... It <laughs> <laughs> The the last show was interesting. In the <laughs> it was an it interesting was, it was insight. Entertaining, entertaining. That's the word to use. Insight into the mind of uh, a, a crazed <laughs> Will Smith fan. <laughs> but we love you, Lurkot. <laughs> Bring smiles to our faces. Shout out to Lurkot's religion. And <laughs> One day we'll all sign up. I tell you. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> You don't speak for me. <laughs> <laughs> that Bible will be on Amazon to buy soon. It's okay. So is that all the news? Surely, surely <laughs> we, yep. had, we haven't had a podcast in like three months. Surely there must be more news. We've probably we'll just forgotten about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay. there is any more news. <laughs> it's just when Jeff's album comes out. There's so much to talk about then. And then when we finally get proper proper news on these new films that are coming up on Will. The, the podcast will be like hours long again so it's more of a waiting game we've got to play. Yeah, I think I think we'll just yeah, the the each podcast will be like, you know, um there's no news so <laughs> So, <laughs> so we'll just yap on about Wild Wild West with Julie if you Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What a great film that was too. <laughs> since it's um since it's your first time here, what, what about what are some of your favourite uh Tracks or things Will's done uh, that have made you a fan. Actually, you oh know, man. how did you even become a fan of Will Smith and, and Jazzy Jeff? Well, originally, well, I used to watch Freshmen of Bel Air in the nineties and stuff. And then a friend lent me Big Willie Star, so I ended up buying that. And then, you know, a couple of months later, the greatest hits of Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince came out, and I was hooked ever since then. And I paid a fortune to get some of the albums, the back catalogue ones, but it was worth it. Completely set at the age of fifteen, I was quite happy. Yeah, I don't think you pay as much as um, Johnny for <laughs> Rock the House. <laughs> Did he pay for it? I think you're going into a bidding war with um, Julie. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you really we both, got that <laughs> We really wanted it, and we just kept bidding and bidding. In the end, I gave up and said, "This is ridiculous. I'm just going to wait until it comes out." And Johnny yeah. ended up paying loads of money, and I got it for like uh, dead cheap a few months later. Uh, you got cheeky there, but it worked. <laughs> I, I kind of bought uh, Rock the House, He's a DJ, and and this corner all at the same time. It cost me like twenty pound each. So that was kind of like my, my birthday money just gone in, in one foul swoop. But I had to complete my set because they were there in London, and not far. There's no way I was going to get them any other way. Well, that's a pretty good experience, sort of getting going through all the albums quickly. Yeah. Um, Discovering all the music. To pick up uh, Code Red and Home Base like a few months before that, and they were like, I got them for quite cheap. But, uh, when I had the whole, the whole five of the proper albums, I was just like, oh, that's amazing. I was showing off all to my friends, and they'd be like, yeah, great. Yeah. But, you know, I was so <laughs> <well> happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I kept, I always used to try and get my friends into Code Red. <laughs> just like, give it to everyone. You still do, don't you? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a net. You can yeah, really give them your so old, not. your old dirty copy since you bought that new one last year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool album, though. I mean, I've lent it to a few friends, and they'll probably burn it to their computer, and then that'll be it. But 
actually one thing we got to mention is people have been putting a lot of um, really good um, live performances of Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince up on YouTube. It was a performance of um, I think I can be Mike Tyson, and um, parents just don't understand, which were really oh, yeah, good. Yeah, I caught that one. Uh, that's on my MySpace page now, actually. Yeah, so you got to go to YouTube and, and do a search. There's some classic uh, performances. And it's amazing how good, how good they are live. I mean, when you look back at some of the other performances from other rappers back then, I think they were really right up there. They knew how to put on a show, definitely. And yeah. I mean, Will Smith still does now, and he, you know how much he loves it when he's up there. It just makes you think to stick at it and do a proper tour. God, I'm talking about the same stuff all over again. <laughs> yeah, proper tour check. <laughs> <laughs> One day. <laughs> yeah, he promised us that tour. When was it? Like 2005 he was supposed to do it. I was so excited yeah. when he said that and it, that just never happened. It's like last autumn time. and So, so hyped for that. But at the back of my mind, I just kind of was always waiting on something to be, you know, concrete to be said about it. But would just guarantee it. As soon as you see something on Ticketmaster or something, I would have been jumping on that and grabbing a bunch yeah. of friends even if they didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird because England would have been... You'd think he'd at least do a few shows in England. Yeah, because um, no, he's, he's still, you know, very popular over here. I mean, apart from Party Starter, all his singles have done really well over here. He's still um, he's still a legend over here. I'm sure yeah, he's Yeah, Roger Head got to number three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a true sign of uh, the fans <laughs> of England. Yeah, okay, we get to number three, and then they don't even release uh, the next song with his wife <laughs> at all properly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's Sony for you, but let's not go into that. Oh, come on, we've got to gotta bash Sony. That's <laughs> <laughs> every, every, every episode. Oh, at least Sony put out um, the best of collection. I was pretty disappointed they didn't have any B-sides or anything for us. You know. mm, because that's about the fourth sort of compilation now that they've had out, I think. Or fifth, yeah. maybe, if you count the, the repackaged platinum gold type thing. But yeah, and before the millennium. I think the, yeah. the best was the original US Greatest Hits album. I, I haven't got a copy of the US one. There's like a couple of the Summertime remixes on there, isn't there? Yeah, th- it had the original Lovely Days. and. Um, that's cool. I bought a single for I think, I think that's the one I've got. I didn't realise yeah, there two so versions. Yeah. Well, the UK version has a lot of the remixes and um, Code Red tracks and... Yeah. Stuff like that. That was cool. I, st- I still put on my Greatest Hits album. Sometimes when, um, you know, you, you can't be bothered to put it on a CD and listen to all the tracks, you know, Greatest Hits. One of the few compilation albums that I own that you'll just listen to straight through. Yes, I think it was a long, long way ahead of the Will Smith greatest hits that um, Sony put out. <laughs> oh, God. I actually saw a commercial for that once. I, I say once, that? it probably was really only on once. Oh, the only but commercial yeah. I've ever seen for Will's music was for Big Willie style at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Prime time. <laughs> I saw one for Willennium and it was really cheesy and it's like yeah, the album yeah. was like on the screen and we're like popped through it and was like yay buy it now <laughs> I was like oh that god was cool, such yeah, a cheesy that. album <laughs> I think it's all I, mean, I think it's all Born to Rain as well a couple of times 
Uh, come, we got to bash Bon Terrain, then we've got a, our, our classic <laughs> Will Smith podcast. We've done it all if we can just fit in a bit of uh, Bon Terrain uh, bashing. <laughs> you know what, if, if Jazzy Jeff hadn't released uh, Magnificent in summer 2002, I think Bon Terrain probably would have killed my love for Will Smith a little bit. Because, you know, I was turning into a guy who was getting into a bit more rock music then, and I wasn't listening to much hip-hop, and Bon Terrain didn't really save it for me. So, we thank you, Jeff, for releasing a good hip-hop album then, because... You know, where would I be without that? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> would you be you'd be getting drunk, you know, backstage at a, a rock concert? <laughs> yeah, and Jeff would Jeff would be coming along, going, Kev, I mean, come on, just stop drinking. You've got a problem. Get back into my music. <laughs> let's, let's give a shout out to Darnell, who is a man. He definitely you know. is. Definitely. He's hooked the the true fans up and. Um, Doing a good job with you. Really you treat me like an A-list celebrity. You've got a backstage <laughs> pass and some free beers and photos and everything else. It's a brilliant night, brilliant night. I'm, I'm still looking at our news page, which we're supposed to be talking about, and there's just nothing to say anymore. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the very empty news page. <laughs> uh, I guess we could talk about some of season four in Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm trying to think of some episodes from that. No, I didn't that's, really that's like, like season four. I gotta say, I think it was one of the weakest. There wasn't, there wasn't really much of a plot going on there because it's like they kind of did the college thing and then died that off like after season three. They, they were allegedly still going, but yeah, no, season four actually is when they like went to college. Oh, is it? Is it? Is yeah. that the season? Is it? Okay. Yeah, and that yeah, was there's some moments in there. There was a couple like of good the, episodes. I like the episode where Will's trying to hook his uh, teacher up with Hillary. Don't make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> yeah, that's a quote. And the Pavarotti thing as well. That was and the the <laughs> one with Tyra Banks and Carlton. That was that two part episode. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. And Carlton dressed as a peacock. Is that in that series as well? <laughs> yeah, I think peacock so. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dance, that is. <laughs> I'll bring that back to the UK dance floors, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to uh, the other day. I went to Loretteville just to, just to check it out. I thought, you know, things have died down, so maybe maybe it's gotten a little better. But <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> Is it the same old topics about who's hotter? Oh, Will or Jeff? can I just no, confirm? that Will Smith has not been run over by a taxi that had dice in the mirror that said fresh on it. Oh, because somebody said, said, is this true? It's like, no, it's a joke. And people are like, oh my God, what if he's dead? Really? No, it's not they true. It's so obvious. That, I, I closed that topic and deleted the thing when someone posted it here. I mean, that that's who really... Who it up? Was it, was it a regular poster who put it up or? I don't know it's worse the how sick the person is to think that's funny or yeah. the fact that people are so dumb that they think it's real but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I but the thing is when it first like as they wrote it it was towards the end that it came really clear that it was a joke so I'm reading it at first thinking oh my god what the hell is this and you just like pure panic but then when you read it at the end it's obvious when it starts saying about the taxi and stuff but they shouldn't like yeah. post that on like on places just in case people do read it and think, oh my god, what if it's true? Yeah, I mean it's pretty low to, you know, making fun of someone dying. I so, you know, yeah, yeah. whoever did that, you know, get a laugh on it. It's, 
if it was a better joke, maybe we'd let him off. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's let's go through some Loretteville highlights here. The topic <laughs> is, if you met Will, what would you say? So let, let, let's um let's, let's start off with our kind of responses <laughs> as fans. I, I'd, I'd you know say how much I liked his music or something. What would you say, Kev? If you met Will, I'd I'd, I'd say. I love you, I love you, I love you. No, 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 seriously. <laughs> We're going to get to no, those. No, but, well, kind of when I did almost barely meet him, I, I said looking forward to your new album and stuff. It was very rushed and very noisy. If I met him personally, you know, the way I met Jeff, you know, it'd be a handshake, and the first thing I'd do is grab my camera and take a photo. That's what I'm about, you <laughs> see. I'd get that photo taken before it's too late, and to say, uh, look, you know, hope you and Jeff, you know, get together and make some songs. And Julie, you you just like scream and. Um. Yeah, well, what I did do when I met him was just scream at him. <laughs> but if I could do it again and I wasn't in the middle of a crowd and I wasn't so excited, yeah, I'd just say, "Oh, I love your music and keep doing that. I prefer your music to your movies and stuff." So do a bit more of that. I don't know what I'd say. Make, make a Wild Wild West too, you'd say. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> don't worry about the Wild Wild West because I loved it, and even if everybody else hated it, I thought it was good. Okay, okay, let's 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 um let's, let's check gonna out. be similar to the Loretta's on it. Right, I'm gonna give you some of the Loretta's and and you you tell me what you think of this. Here's one. Um, she she'd say this. Oh, I'm a huge fan and would appreciate if you come to my house and have dinner and maybe we can get to know each other and talk. And I'll get his number, of course, but not bother him or nothing like call him every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, but invite him around your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. Others would say how much they loved him, which yeah, you don't expect that. And then, then it just sort of becomes uh, arguments between people about how much <laughs> <laughs> how much they love Will. <laughs> I love him more. I love him more. <laughs> so that's about it. Others would cry. <laughs> <laughs> he must really get freaked out by stuff like that. Like he says in his song, you know. How do you respond to someone saying that I love you? Must be strange. <laughs> I would probably say damn. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quite weird when you <laughs> sort of um, if you if you were like put in his position and then had people going crazy all the time. Yeah. I think he I guess he's used to it now he's, he's been he's, you know taking care of that for about 15-20 years so <laughs> <laughs> you must expect it and almost want it maybe good for the no. ego <laughs> yeah I'm not, I'm not sure you'd want it after 20 years <laughs> so that's why you should you know it's different at a concert man people come to see you for the right reasons Someone, if they met him, would uh, get married to him. So. <laughs> okay. Simple as that, yeah. We should ask Lurkot what he'd do, actually. But no, he's going to, oh, yeah. I think he's yeah, going to, like, cut his legs off or something. something so. <laughs> All for the love of the music, though, Tim. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he's got good reasoning behind it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the main responses are they'd either cry or they'd say they loved him, so... Or say that he's hot. <laughs> I would ask him to take his shirt off. 
Oh, God. I would ask him to take his shirt off only if his wife wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic stuff. Okay, that's enough of that. That's, uh, <laughs> that's enough of that Loretteville filler. <laughs> you should have this. That's going to be a week, you know, every podcast, an update on Loretteville. <laughs> We've got to fill the podcast with something because <laughs> 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 we're clearly struggling with any news related to Will or Jeff. In other words, Will, do something. Make a movie or five or eight or whatever you're doing. But actually get some information to it. Um, a quote from T.I. when he spoke about Will. Um, yeah, he basically, Will produced an ATL movie which T.I. was in. And T.I. said about Will, um, I spoke to Will several times about problems I was having. He's a real, insert N-word here, he's from the hood and still has hood N-word around him. People don't know that because of his image, which is probably best for his career, but anybody sitting and talking to him can see it. Yeah, I'm not sure I have much to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Will was praising T.I. and that. You know, before the movie was coming out. Yeah. It kind of goes against sort of the music Will often criticises. And then he yeah. ends up um, praising half the, <laughs> half the rappers that make that kind of music. Yeah, that's a bit strange. But I think, especially, you know, code with that red era with, like, I'm looking for the one. And he's talking about the gangster rappers and stuff. I think because of, you know, the era of the early 90s with Gangster Rap taking over he might have been annoyed by that more and nowadays it's everywhere and he can't really avoid it so. Well on Millennium he did say he had the strength to say Gangster Rap was whack and that so. yeah it's true and on Lost and, and Found I mean the track he's clearly calling out a lot of <laughs> a lot yeah. of those rappers I mean well, I think um I think interview was say to him, well, what do you think about T.I. and stuff? And I think Will can't say, oh, I think he's rubbish and his music's really bad, blah, blah, blah. He's, you can't really say that, can he, because he's not that type of person. Yeah. So that when he usually says, oh, I think they're the truth, that usually means <laughs> I don't really like him. Yeah, that's all he says about yeah. people that we don't like. I think they're the he truth. He doesn't name drop, uh, you know, bad things about people who made this is a genre of music, but, you know, he's not that type of guy to... No, he's Mr. Nice Guy, yeah. Yeah, well... One night about eight, and we were watching a couple of Mike Tyson fights. They Jeff was like, man, you see how hard Mike's punching? Come on, Jeff, the other guy was just watching. Left, right, left, right, another KO. If that was me, y'all have been okay, though. The very next day, I gave Russell a ring with Jalen and Leon. We all called Don King. I said, yeah, Don, I got a problem. Yeah, what's up? What you saying? You trying to solve them? Forget the small talk. Let's get to the nitty gritty. Me and Mike, too much. Trump, Atlantic City. Yo, you got it. You're going to bust through. Yeah, you can be my trainer. Word up. I'm rough like a freight train, smooth like ice in your jam. Straight up, I think I can beat Mike Tyson. 
y'all. That's what this song is about, y'all. This is off our brand new album. It's called I Think I Can Beat Mike Tyson. I've been training to beat Mike, y'all. What do you think? When I told everybody I wanted to fight them, this what happened. There was a press conference to see what training I was doing. Before then, I had never heard reporters booing. Cameras flashing, I was in the middle. I did it with all dumb, so I exaggerated. Don't I was like, I've been training 20 hours a day, lifting big old cars and big bales of hay. And I jogged 10,000 miles every morning, thinking about Mike and my moment of glory. I drink water, 20 gallons of pop, and I could throw a Volkswagen a whole half block. And four million sit-ups in a minute. Lying, I did it. The general public thought I was a fool. I was getting dissed, but I guess that was cool. Well, getting dissed is never good, but I was even getting dissed in my own neighborhood. I was at the corner at the top of my block. There was a couple of people standing outside of the barber shop. It was Lawrence, my barber and friend, and he yelled out, Hey, Chris, you can win. I said, Really? And I stopped the chat. You can beat him, man, if you hit him with a bat. You gonna get wet. Like, can I go sleep when he break your neck? Everybody was laughing out loud. I thought at least my own grandma would be proud. I went to the house and snuck in the surprise. I, I heard it on the phone. A thousand fucks on Tyson. Hey, y'all, hold on, y'all. Give it to him one more time. Give it to him. Check this out. It's fight day. And man, am I hype. Boy, I can't wait to see Mike. Boy, I'm hype, ready to do my thing. Trump Castle Casino. Yo, Jeff, I'm ready to give it to him, man. Yo, straight up. I'm gonna work him to the body, then I'm gonna work him to the head. Are you with me, Jeff? Nah, we're gonna do this. Y'all with me, right? I can take Mike on. I'm ready to do this. Hold on, let me tell you what happened. Yo, show what happened. He came out hustling, sliding and grabbing, slipping and dipping, hustling and jabbing for a second. I look good out there, but then Mike runs a reality, my worst nightmare. One punch that's all it took. He hit me in my ribs and my insides shook. Now how can I say this and be a little discreet? Let's just say that my bowels released. I called time out and went back to the corner. Said to my coach, ain't no way I'm going to hell back out there, man. You can't forget it. My body's like a punch of bag and Mike is going to hit it. Go meet my doom, but I sucker punch my coach in all to my dressing room. The next day, the headline in the town. Fresh Prince breaks camp. Tyson wins first round. Some fool asked why I ran away. I said a good run is better than a bad stand any day. My career is over as far as fight, but I don't know what made me think I could beat Mike Tyson.